Hey everybody, it's Danny. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Heartway Podcast. And I want to give a special thanks to those of you who are tuning in from really all over the world. We're so grateful that you are a part of our community and that you listen in on an ongoing basis. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, I want to ask you to share this with a friend. You never know the impact that one of these messages can have in another person's life. And if you yourself have been impacted and you'd like to continue to partner with us to keep this work going, Check us out at heartwaychurch.com slash give. Every dollar that you give goes a really long way towards helping us do what it is that we do. Well, we love you. Really hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Good morning. So earlier this week, uh, Danny and I were having a conversation, and it's, you know, we're both so, so into, right, our spiritual practice and learning and wanting to experience and grow in this way. Uh, But I think Danny and I are very similar that where we're at in our journey is that we understand that you don't necessarily have to seek so much. Right, Just like the song said, God is really all around us at all times and we can experience him. So it's funny to me because I remember long ago when I first started my journey, anytime I would meditate, anytime I would take some training or wanting to learn, I wanted God to speak to me so profoundly. I wanted to receive so, so much. And you know, you're not always gonna have huge revelations every moment, right? But when you do start to have these revelations, you think, oh, it's because I was in this deep meditation or I was in deep prayer or I went to church, I was a good girl. (laughs) But is it really that or did you just wake up and actually pay attention to all that is around you? Because God is speaking to us every day. All the time God is there, God is with you. And because we are his children, he also wants us to just be, to just be free, to just enjoy, to allow ourselves to not put so much stress on who we need to be or who God wants us to be and just allow us to be his children and to be guided and protected, which we already are, right? So I brought all of that to say that it reminded me that I wanted to remind you all When we do centering prayer, there's no outcome. There's no specific outcome that you have to reach. There's not something you're supposed to hear or feel or experience. Just allow yourself to just be. Connect with God. Connect with yourself. And I promise you, even if it's not in this moment, God will continue to reveal himself throughout your days if you just open up your eyes and learn to still your mind enough to actually hear him. Amen, my friends. So let's close our eyes and allow yourself to have a nice, tall spine. And I want you to allow your palms to face up so that we're in a state of receiving. And then let's slowly begin to deepen our breaths Whatever that means to you, just allow yourself to breathe deeply. 
Really allowing yourself to fill up with air. And as you exhale, you allow yourself to surrender just a little bit more. We release all tensions within the body and the mind. We allow ourselves to sink deeper within. We let go of all that's happened before we arrive. We allow ourselves to be present, connected with our breath, the breath that provides us life, the breath that connects us to the Holy Spirit. We allow the mind to drift further away so that we can welcome all of God's wisdom within us. We drop our egos. We let go of our attachments. We let go of our fears. We release all that we've done before. Letting go of all that's been done to us. Allow yourself to enter into a state of bliss, into a state of peace. Trusting that God is never going to let you fall. No matter where life takes you, God is right there with you. experiencing every heartache with you, experiencing every joy. You are never alone. Allow yourself to let go even more. Let go of all the responsibilities you feel you have. Release the burdens that we carry. Trust that God can carry all of your worries, all of your pains, all that you hold on to so tightly, as well as carrying you, as well as loving and guiding you. Allow yourself to fall deeper into his embrace. He wants to take care of you. Allow yourself to be taken care of by him. There is nothing you cannot do with God by your side. He is all around us. He is within us. And you 
are a reflection, a manifestation of God in the flesh. You hold the same power, the same love, the same energy. You are powerful beyond measure. Let go and allow the universe to show you all the wonders that it has for you. Take a deep breath, really inhaling nice and big through the belly. And we vocally As we inhale, we fill ourselves up nice and big. Exhaling. Continue this breathing. Take a moment for yourself. Connect with the truth inside of you. Take another deep breath, slowly inhaling nice and big. And as you gently exhale, start to bring your awareness back within. And before you open the eyes, I want you to take a moment. Notice how you're breathing now. Notice how you're feeling in this exact moment. If it is peace that has settled onto your being, know that this is your true state of being. It was not found outside of yourself. It was found deep within you. No one can give you this peace, which means that no one can take it away. It is inherently yours, my friend. Allow this peace to stay with you throughout your days. Amen, my friends, and so much love. Thank you. Hello. Ah, that was so nice. How are we feeling? Everybody good, relaxed, doing well? Everybody's week was okay, kind of. Yeah. Up, down, all around. I was enjoying the rain yesterday. Oh, so peaceful. Nobody invited me out anywhere, so I was like, good, yes. 
I get to stay home, relax. So I want to take a few moments today and talk to you about shifting your focus. And this has been a topic, a subject, a concept that has been on my mind lately because it's a message that I need for me. And like every other message that I share here, this comes from my heart, my learnings. And focus is one of those things that oftentimes we don't give much attention to. Our attention tends to be scattered in a million different directions as human beings. We have problems. We have responsibilities. We have dreams we're going after. We have desires. There are so many things that are constantly vying for our attention. And when we pour out our energy in many different directions, it's easy to get to a point where you start feeling restless, frustrated, empty, because when you focus your energy externally towards people, objects, and things, especially people, objects, and things that don't really nourish or replenish you, you're giving away your strength and vitality. And when you give away your strength and vitality to things that do not fill your cup, eventually, over time, you will feel drained. One of the greatest miracles in life is when a human being wakes up to the futility of focusing their energy outwardly towards things that don't matter in life, and they begin to shift their focus and energy inwardly. When you focus your energy within, you begin to learn how to cultivate peace and joy and happiness that is disconnected from your circumstances and conditions. Life remains the same. Life constantly changes. You still have the same problems, the same responsibilities, the same desires, but you don't lose yourself in them anymore. You remain centered in yourself because now your focus is channeled within, meaning you are now prioritizing your internal state of being. See, the unhappy person wants a thousand different things. The happy person just wants one thing, and that's peace. When you give your energy towards things that do not matter in life, you never get that energy back. But when you focus your energy on maintaining and preserving and cultivating interior peace, you always get that back. There was a wonderful theologian by the name of St. Thomas Aquinas, very popular and well-respected figure in the Christian church. And he said, there are four idols that people chase in life. Money, power, pleasure, and prestige. These are false gods that we worship. And especially those of us here in South Florida, we know money, power, pleasure, and prestige. Those are the real gods that we're chasing after. Interestingly, the scriptures say the love of money is the root of all evil. But we don't like sharing that verse, you know. We don't really like, we don't want to talk about that one. What do you mean? We always try and find a way around it. Not that these things are bad in and of themselves, but if you make them your ultimate aim in life, it's very easy to get lost in the process. So St. Thomas Aquinas suggested that instead of focusing ourselves on those four idols, if we can begin to shift our focus towards faith, family, friendships, 
and fulfillment, we can experience real satisfaction in life. And that reminded me of a statement that Jesus made to his disciples. What good is it if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul? See, the ego is what is concerned with advancement, but the soul is concerned with depth, connection, relationship. The ego cares about quantity in life. The soul cares about quality of life. And when you start caring about quality of life, your focus naturally begins to shift towards things that produce that. And those things that produce quality of life, peace, joy, love, creativity, are much different than the things that produce advancement and success and money and power and prestige. Look at what this proverb says. Keep your head up, your eyes straight ahead, and your focus fixed on what is in front of you. Take care you don't stray from the straight path, the way of truth, and you will safely reach the end of your road. Do not veer off course to the right or to the left. If you want to attain happiness and contentment and fulfillment in life, you cannot do that without focus. And in one sense, I think we can easily say that all of us are focused on happiness, The pursuit of happiness is what drives us to go after the things that we go after and to chase after the things that we chase after in life. So consciously or unconsciously, all of us are driven by this focus towards happiness. We just tend to have very big misunderstandings of what will actually bring that happiness to us. One of the core, basic, fundamental truths of spirituality is that what you are looking for outwardly in terms of happiness can only be found within. So look at what Marcus Aurelius, the Stoic philosopher says, very little is needed to make a happy life. It's all within yourself, in your way of thinking. So I wanna share with you today four ways that you can shift your focus so that you can experience a happy, healthy, vibrant, spiritual life. And the first is to focus on the good. Whatever you focus on expands. Whatever you give your attention to amplifies. So when you focus on the good, you actually create more of it. Now, the ego has a bent towards negativity, but every negative contains within it a positive, and every positive contains within it a negative. So if your outlook in life is totally positive to the point where you ignore, deny, or belittle the negative, that's called spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing is using spirituality as a means to run away from reality instead of face it. And that's not helpful to anybody. On the other hand, if your outlook in life is totally negative to the point where you ignore, deny, and belittle that which is positive, That's called pessimism. And pessimism doesn't work. That doesn't bring peace. Pessimism is just as far removed from reality as those who are really happy all the time and overly optimistic. 
Now, most of us, of course, we have a bent towards the negative. So the way we counterbalance that is by beginning to focus on the good. There is always good to be found in every situation, no matter how dark or difficult it may seem. And gratitude helps to find it. You, may, you don't even need to have all of the reasons ahead of time as to why or how something negative that you're going through could contain some sort of positivity in it. You don't have to know those reasons. If you're grateful, if you begin looking for the good, you'll find it. The reasons will show themselves to you. There's this wonderful story about a woman by the name of Corey Ten Boom. Her and her family lived in Holland during the time of the Holocaust. And they were Christians, and they would hide Jews in their basement so that they wouldn't be taken by the Nazis. And they would do Bible studies and take care of these people and serve them. It was a wonderful thing that they were doing. Well, one day they got caught. So Corey and her entire family, along with all the people that they were sheltering, got sent to one of the concentration camps. And they were put in these barracks. One day they were in a barrack, and the scripture from the New Testament that says, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God, came to Corey's mind. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God for you. But imagine you are in a concentration camp. What is there to be thankful for? <laughs> but that was the scripture that came to their mind. Happened to be that the barrack that they were locked up in was infested with lice. So there was lice all over their hair and their body and their clothes. But in everything, we're supposed to give thanks for this is the will of God. And so a small group of them in that barrack decided that they were going to just give thanks to God for the lice. We don't know what else to give God thanks for, so we're just going to pick something. God, thank you for the lice. A couple of days later, it dawned on them. That because of the lice, the Nazis, the, the soldiers, didn't go into their barrack to abuse them. And so they were actually spared from a whole bunch of abuse because of the lice. <laughs> Do you see how gratitude is able to transform a negative into a positive? In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God. There are things working in your favor that you have no idea about. And gratitude teaches you how to spin every circumstance in your favor. Like the poet Rumi said, all of life is rigged in your favor. We're just not aware of it. We don't know it. Begin to focus on the good, and it will show itself to you. Next is to focus on the present moment. Focus on the present. Any psychological suffering that we experience as human beings can be overcome by bringing our attention to the present moment. When we're experiencing a lot of anxiety and tension and stress and worry, that may be because we are prioritizing the future more than we are the present. When we're dealing with emotional issues like regret and guilt and shame, and remorse, and sadness. It may be because we're prioritizing the past way more than we are prioritizing the present. The present is your gateway into peace. 
It's like an anchor that keeps you stable when your mind is wavering in a bunch of different directions. When you become present, you become still. Your mind starts to quiet down. And naturally, there's this sense of ease and calm and peace that begins to arise within you because you're no longer getting entangled in your mental chatter. So to be present is to be still. Stillness is disidentification with thought. So when you practice stillness, your words and your actions start coming from a much deeper, wiser source than the ego. Egoic thoughts will still be in your mind, but now your words and your actions are arising from the heart instead. And through stillness, you don't get caught up as much in that movie that's constantly playing in your mind. It's almost like your mental chatter becomes background noise because your full attention is right here, right now. You become the observer of your thought instead of identifying and getting lost in thought as if everything that you believed were true. The mind is always going left, right, up, down. So if that is you and you don't find a deeper identity than that, you're going to be just as inconsistent as your mental flow is. And so if you feel like your mind is a prison, your key out is bringing your attention to the present moment. Look at this wonderful statement by Eckhart Tolle. He says, when you make the present moment, instead of past and future, the focal point of your life, your ability to enjoy what you do and with it the quality of your life increases dramatically. And all that's necessary for us to do is simply to notice. Notice when you're drifting off into a dream about the future that is not yet here and you're imagining a bunch of problems that may not even come. Notice when your mind is drifting towards the past that you wish you could change and that you wish you could do over and just bring yourself back to the present moment over and over and over again. Next, focus on your purpose. And this one is big. Focus on your purpose. Instead of spending all of your time and your energy looking for success, looking for a partner, looking for power and prestige, focus on your purpose. When you are walking in purpose, the right person, the right opportunities, and the right positions will find their way to you. Meaning, I don't have to be concerned with outcomes if I am consumed with purpose. And to be consumed with purpose means ignoring the noise, ignoring the distractions, ignoring the opinions of others, and doing what you are here to do. Doing what makes your heart come alive. And purpose is always connected to service. When you are able to utilize your gift and your passion to serve other people, that's when you're walking in your purpose. And when you're doing that, everything else falls into place naturally, on its own. You won't have to force one thing about it. This is why Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of heaven 
and everything else will be added to you. Bob Goff has this wonderful quote. He's an author. He says, we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated by purpose. That's it. Last but not least, focus on your well-being. How often do we forget to take care of ourselves? So much doing, 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 working, 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 chasing, chasing, chasing. And rarely do we ever take the time to just be. So when you focus on your well-being, that means you make your mental health a priority. That means you are becoming more and more attentive to your emotional needs. That means you're taking care of yourself physically to the best of your ability. That means you're doing the things that are conducive to your own spiritual growth. You're replenishing yourself spiritually. Every aspect of ourselves is connected to every other aspect of ourselves. And this is important to recognize. Because sometimes what we think is an emotional problem can actually be traced back to a physical problem. Sometimes what we think is a physical problem can actually be traced back to an emotional problem. It's all connected. So what you eat, what you read, what you listen to, how active you are, who you're around, all has a part to play in your well-being. It's all spiritual. Everything that you do has a spiritual effect. So the most spiritual thing you may do for yourself today is take a nap. Really? <laughs> Some of you are like, no, that's not true, man. I don't want to believe that. Yes. You need a siesta. That may be the most spiritual thing that you do. And you're wondering, why am I always in a bad mood and I'm snapping at people and I give everybody a bad attitude? Because you slept for four hours. You were drinking all night. You were looking for your wife, you know, at the strip club or something. And now you're like, why am I in a bad mood? Well, you know what I'm saying? It's not all. It's all. <laughs> It's all spiritual. <laughs> Listen, it's all spiritual. It's all spiritual. So focusing on yourself is not selfish. Because when you take care of yourself, you show up as a better person for others. When you feel good about you, you make other people feel good too. So there's a ton of different things that are distracting us every day from maximizing our spiritual potential, from living into the fullness of who God has called us to be. Don't get distracted. Focus on your end goal. And I can't imagine or conceive of a better goal for life than to be at peace within myself, to be connected to God, and to grow into the fullness of who God created me to be. If anybody else has a better goal for life, please tell me. I'll switch. 
we'll change this whole thing up. Because I'm just interested in peace and happiness. That's it. And like I said, all of us are interested in that, but we just go searching for it in places where it can never be found. And the difficult part about all of this is that we have to do that. Like, there's no way around that part. Because you can listen to everything that I'm saying. I can listen to everything that I'm saying and still go chasing after whatever I think is going to bring me happiness. And you have to actually get disappointed in your pursuit in order to get to this place. Now, if you're a wise person, you can learn from other people's experiences. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and he was just spitting wisdom, straight fire. And I'm like, bro, yes, this is like making me feel alive. I'm like, how, how, do you, how have you come to know this, to be true for you? And he said, pain, a lot of pain. I was chasing after cheap thrills so, for so long in my life, and I went through so much pain that now, I realize what the truth is. And so don't beat yourself up. If you have to go astray for a little while and go chase after some things, but you may end up like the author of the book of Ecclesiastes who after chasing it all ended up saying, this is meaningless. It's meaningless. There's no fulfillment. There's no satisfaction in this. So at the end of it all, just be happy. Enjoy your life, fear God, obey his commandments, and that's how you'll find some contentment in your life. That's what he said. And I'm starting to figure out, hey, maybe he was right. <laughs> you know? Let's pray. God, in this world that we are so distracted in, help us to channel our focus towards you. Help, help us to bring our attention to our internal state of being. May we become fully absorbed in you so that we can be better parents, so that we can be better workers, better entrepreneurs, better business people. Help us, God, not to steer to the left or to the right, but to always remain on the path of truth. And when we do stray, teach us what we need to learn and gently by your spirit bring us back. There's so many of us who just need to come back home. And this is a reminder of what really matters in life. May we not waste away our energy, give away our strength and vitality to the things that don't mean anything. May we focus on the good. May we focus on the present. May we focus on our purpose. May we focus on our well-being. And through your grace, may we become everything that you have called us to be. Amen. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Another wonderful Sunday. And we get to do it all over again in six days. Oh, my God. We're lucky, man. This is awesome. All right. Love you. Have a great week.